0: Welcome to our Daily Reflection for this Sunday, October 15th. And of course, every Sunday is our Lord's Day, the day we celebrate the resurrection. It's a day of joy and rest in the Lord. And today we have, in all the scriptures, a great theme of feasting and celebration. And so whether it's from Isaiah 25, our first reading talks about God, on this mountain we'll have a great feast of great and choice meats and choice wine and uh, Probably some good Napa wines, I guess, the Lord's going to have there. And then we have uh, this theme of feasting in the psalm, Psalm 23, this great psalm of David, where he's led the Lord as a shepherd. And of course, what does this, uh, the Lord do? He provides a table with, again, a great feast for, uh, for my soul, right? And then we get to the Gospel reading. And in the Gospel reading, Jesus tells a parable about a king who holds a great wedding banquet, a great feast for his son. And of course, in this parable, the king who holds a wedding feast for his son is God the Father. And, he's hold, and the Father is going to have a wedding feast for his son, who is Jesus. And of course, we know this is how Scripture ends in its great final scenes. In Revelation 19, there's the wedding feast, the wedding supper of the Lamb, and the church is the bride, and Christ is the bridegroom. But Jesus, as he tells this parable, says, look, this king who holds a wedding feast for his son, those who were invited refuse to come. They don't respect the father's son, and they don't want to celebrate his wedding feast. And so they make excuses, they're busy with business and different things, and they don't come. And so then the father sends out an invitation to others, and anyone's welcome. And so the invitation goes far and wide, and then there's this great wedding feast, and then the father is going through the crowd, and as he goes through the crowd, he finds, uh, he meets the guests, he finds a guest who's not dressed in a wedding garment. It would be typical to have a nice fine linen wedding garment on as a guest, not just the bride and the bridegroom wore a wedding garment but all would wear a wedding garment to show forth this idea of celebration and joy to honor the bride and the bridegroom and the father sees a guest who's come in and he has no wedding garment and so he says to him how is it that you entered my wedding banquet without a wedding garment and the man has no replies he has, he's just silent and then the father tells his servants The king, father, says to his servants, bind him hand and foot and throw him out into the outer darkness. He's expelled from the celebration. And we hear this story that Jesus is telling, and we're like, wow, you know, this guy got a last-minute invitation. You know, maybe he didn't have time to go get his wedding tux, and he gets thrown out, bound hand and foot. That seems a bit severe. And yet we have to understand what the symbolism means. And we know this from Scripture, Scripture interprets Scripture. In Revelation 19, for example, when we do get the description of the wedding feast of the Lamb, we're told in Revelation 19, verse 8, that the bride comes adorned with fine linen, and that fine linen is an allegory. It represents the righteous deeds of the saints. And so to not have a wedding garment means to not have righteous deeds, good deeds, good works. And what does good works mean? Deeds of love. And so what's the point here? Jesus is saying to us, if you want to be invited into the great celebration, the greatest celebration of all time, right, that marks the end of all time, that great celebration with the choices of meats, the choices of wines, and the celebration of the wedding supper of the Lamb, you have to wear a wedding garment. And what is that fine white wedding garment? That fine... White linen cloth that, by the way, John sees people in heaven dressed with a fine linen of white. What does that represent? Righteous deeds. In other words, it represents their love for God and for their brothers and sisters. And so you cannot get invited and stay in the wedding supper of the Lamb without love. And that makes sense, doesn't it? How can we abide being in the wedding celebration of the Lamb? How can we? Be invited to this great wedding celebration if we don't have love if you don't bring love you can't come to the supper of the lamb this great wedding celebration because of course love is what is required to be present at this great celebration and so today as we celebrate the eucharist remember that every eucharist is a precursor it's a foreshadowing of the ultimate celebration, the banquet table of the Father where we celebrate the Lamb, that is Jesus Christ. And we want to come with those white wedding garments, which signifies our baptismal garment, being baptized and purified by baptism, and then clothing ourselves with deeds of love, putting on Christ, so to speak, as Paul says in Colossians. That's what we want to do. And so today let's reflect. Do I have that white linen garment? Do I have the deeds of love? That I can be adorned with so that I too can be present at the wedding supper of the Lamb. There is no receiving the bridegroom of God without love. That's the lesson for the bride today, the church. May the Lord bless and keep you. In the coming year, we hope to develop and release a number of new resources to help Catholics understand, live, and share their faith. A number of these are gonna include an all new technological basis for our Formed platform. You know, we have almost two million people who use the Form platform, and we wanna make it so much easier to navigate, to use, to access information, and great programming, and so an entirely new digital platform for the Form platform. That's gonna be so important. And next, we wanna launch a couple new MA degrees. The first is an MA in Catholic education. You know, renewing Catholic schools is something that we are very eager to help do. And so we have a lot of students and are over 500 students in our MA program, a lot of student inquiries about getting better equipped to transform Catholic education. And so we want to add a new MA in Catholic education. Along with that, we want to have a new MA in Scripture, in Sacred Scripture as well. And then following our education theme, we want to complete our Word of Life religious education curriculum. By completing sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, our middle school curriculum, and this is going to include workbooks and videos and a digital platform, both for parish programming as well as for Catholic schools. We want to renew Catholic education, it's so important to reach the kid, our kids, with the gospel. And with that in mind, we're also going to start a new multi-year program for confirmation. Confirmation is oftentimes the last time children are in, kids are in Catholic education. And so we want to make this a dynamic program that's going to give them a lifelong faith and faithfulness. And so this is going to be a really important program. And we're also going to have a component for the sponsors and the parents to reach the entire family and renew the church through confirmation and really harness the graces of confirmation for a great renewal of the church. And then Finally, we want to have a new Symbolon program. You know, our our old Symbolon program is over 10 years old now, and so so many people enter the church, and the first thing they do is they go through the Symbolon program. We want to make it a fantastic and deep experience, and so we're going to refilm Symbolon and make it better than ever to to help adult faith formation and to help all those who are entering RCIA, the traditional OCIA as as it's called now, but RCIA. And then... We want you to be partners with us in this mission to help us to invest in these programs in a powerful and deep way. So the sooner we resource it, the sooner we can release these programs. So come and help us. And you could do that at going to www.augustininstitute.org slash give. That is uh, www.augustininstitute.org slash give. Give and be a partner with us In this great mission of renewing the church and the world through christ god bless and keep you to sign up and start receiving these daily reflections in your inbox every day for free visit form.org daily and enter your email you can watch these reflections in video format by visiting formed.org